Okay. We're holding it out of Tavis. And as always, we are going to read the whole entry of the Ayoyim Yoyim. Shabbos, Yud Aleph Tevis, Itav Shem Gimel. Shiyurim Chumish Vayigashvei Yipi Deshashi Til Masamach Til Samachei and Tanya Perikhes. The Eidin is also behind the first time of Tanya Perikhes. Now, here comes the Ayoyim Yoyim. The essence of this Ayoyim Yoyim, the record of this Ayoyim Yoyim, is the classic idea that the previous Rebbe introduced of being metahed as avid to purify the air. If I recall, we already have one ayoyim yoyim about purifying the air. I may be wrong, but my recollection is we already had one. There's more than one ayoyim yoyim about purifying the air. Can John, who is seven of our kiplers reads you don't have it, I have it. We should memorize Mishlaiz each one according to his measure. Gaining gas or the walk the streets and repeat the Mishnayas. It will help us merit to greet Mashiach Tzedkenu. That's what it says in Chok Aleph. Today is today's Hayyim Yayim. Speaks directly about the idea of purifying the air. What the previous Rebbe says words. I mean, when I say the period ever says words, ever says things, we can't understand. There's no concept of it. What do you mean? But we know for sure that when it ever says something, whether we understand it or not, it has a, it has a truth, says obviously, first of all. And second, has a batayk. There's a pshat. There's a vone. This is what this, this long shtikel we have before us, which is based on a sicha, with the Rebbe discusses the idea of purifying the air. The, the previous Rebbe talked about it a lot. The previous Rebbe used to say that the air in America is suffocating. It's it's heavy. As being in an environment, where everything is very thick, and it it's it, it, it's polluted. It chokes you. And the Rebbe said by walking in the street and in the sore and on the subway, as you'll see soon. Thinking and saying words of Mishnayis or Tilim or Tanya or Adinu and so on and so forth, you affect the cleansing and a refining and a purifying of the air. What the previous sub and by the way, the previous we used to say that the air in America is very sticky, it's very suffocating. A few years later, the Nebbe started to say, ah, the air is beginning to clear. <laughs> In other words, the Vedic Nebbe would actually articulate the effectiveness of the Friedrich the Harebe, and the Friedrich Kemper once said, "Ich gehe davon gestern." Friedrich Kemper was homebound. There was no voice. 
fifties and seventies. They walked the streets, but the Rebbe was the Rebbe. Uh, they had Marcus was the fault of the Tate and the mitzvahs of the Mishtayis Valpa and so on and so forth. Affected a cleansing of the atmosphere of the air, and he used to say, "Ah, it, 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 you can begin to breathe in America." That's how the previous Rebbe articulated. There was a big campaign in those years that El Chayidin should walk in the streets and say Mishtayis Valpa as a means of refining the air. And now we read. The mentions level is Tully in the Avid Bu The life of a person is dependent upon the Avid. Avid means the environment, the atmosphere, the air where the person is. Without air, without oxygen, without an atmosphere. Ten men need to live and one cannot live. And the air that we breathe and the air we live in as our lab and is us. That's the kind of a life we live in fact. And then, then, men left. It's part of right. In a Tato Mitzvah's Avid, where one lives in an Avid, in an environment, in an atmosphere of Tato Mitzvah's, is the lab and the life is healthy. Or the van men left in Kirahavish. Well, one lives in an environment that's old, that's Kira, that's heretical, that's insensitive to Ruchtiyas. Is men, one man is, is a Sakanka Levin. It's a sick, it's an unhealthy life. Men is Kisaydin in Yafar, a person that's constantly in danger. To become sick, mit unsteckende makalis, unsteckende makalis with contagious diseases, with air about, thank you, with the synthesis that the, the air communicates and carries. This is what the Peter Kenneva says. We are all dependent upon the air we breathe. Without air, we cannot live. And even if we have air, if it's a sick air, if it's a polluted air, there's the conception, there's the possibility of being polluted ourselves. And if it's a healthy air, we're healthy. So, if we were London, and we wanted to spin our thumbs, we would say there's three possibilities. The first possibility is that there's no air at all. If there's no air at all, you cannot live. The second possibility is that there is thick air. You can live, but you're in danger. And the third possibility is that there's healthy air. And actually, these are just... Holes. These are just, these are just markers. There's all kinds of degrees in health. There's all kinds of degrees in sickness. But there are no degrees in nowhere. Right? No air, zero oxygen. There is not true. This is a this is a visual of the fear to get over. A picture the Pentecost is painting for you. An idea. The next sentence is gonna say that there is a spiritual concept clean and dirty air or a lack of air and that America's air is very very dirty very unclean and it's dangerous and the solution is to cleanse the air not by getting the EPA involved but by getting the Hasidic EPA involved by saying this is the thrust of this current we only read the first part of it the rest of it I'm not reading today because I'm not going to get to it today but I want to explore this concept. What is the meaning of this? And I want you to know something. We, the Rebbe's Hasidim, not accustomed to these kinds of... Yeah, no. The Rebbe was not into this at all. 
the feeding cap was very, very into giving you metaphor, describing real life things with with very, very rich and colorful and, and even exotic, even very, very beautiful and unusual illustrations. But it's the Rebbe is not the Dubna market. He's not giving Misholim. He's not explaining things to us. The word of the Rebbe, the Fidei Rebbe, Torah, and Sichalimut. An Rebbe would study the Fidei Rebbe's Misholim, but would probably almost never, perhaps never, use this form. The Rebbe's <laughs> the Rebbe's seriousness. I, to me, the Rebbe is a person who sits on the edge of his chair. He doesn't even afford himself sitting comfortably in a bank. He was sitting on the bank, you know. And the Rebbe sits on the edge of the chair. The, the Rebbe came to Fabrengo with a gato. The Fidegrev didn't come to Fabrengo with a gato. The Rebbe took his hat off. The Fidegrev could sit back and smoke a cigarette. Do you imagine the Rebbe by Fabrengo? And, and the Rebbe was an English panther. And the Rebbe's. And if we hear you know, the Rebbe was a melech. But the Malach Macham Lachem sat on his head like a crown. But, the first thing any person saw about the Rebbe is this man has to have the Ibrish on top of his head. She said the Reifkeit, the richness, the, the I'm a big person that every person felt I'm feeling to get up. Well, you know, you didn't feel about the Rebbe. I mean, you did, but in a different way. The Rebbe was angered that he was, he harnessed himself. Was This is my conception. If you don't like it, send the stones fast to the glass. But I'm feeling to get up the rich Use of metaphor to illustrate things is common. He always used a dachem shalom, and, and the rabbi this sefer holds. The feel again is metaphors, but it's it's not. We're not used to this kind of a almost fabrengian type, the life type. And the feel again was I think have his trademark yeah. amongst other things. So I want to explore the muscle. What's meant us? We all live in an environment of air. We need an environment of air. Without air, you cannot lose. And then, assuming there is air, and you can live, there is healthy air and sick air. So I'm going to allow myself an interpretation. In other words, what I'm going to tell you right now is a, a way of understanding what's written here. Yeah. I can't tell you for sure that this is true, because I don't know. Um, it's an idea. What I'm about to share with you is found in Hasidus, and it's a little bit timely, because... This here is Samarval, of the Gansavel Kochzak and Samarval. The idea that I'm going to share with you, Taki, isn't the Samarval. It's a mind of process me case. Kanaka mind is Samarval. It's a very unusual mind measure, Ruby. First, I'm going to give you some Kabbalahs, okay? If it bores you, just be happy. It won't take too long. One minute. If you like Kabbalah, I'm sorry. I'm only giving you a few minutes of fantasy. Dimian. There's a machoikas in Kabbalah. Are they have this? We know that there's a shroch my mother. Fire, wind, water, earth. Right? A shroch my mother. Just like there's a shroch my mother. There's a tzilud, b'rid, tzilud, Yud, K, Vod, K. David, Temer, Chaim, Adab. There's a whole series of fours. Right? There's four worlds. There's four lands of Hashem's name. And there are four classes in creation. Minerals, 
If, if earth corresponds to the inanimate kingdom, which is sensible, you never like the word inanimate, the mineral kingdom, and water corresponds to the plant kingdom, so an animal would correspond to fire, and even outside would fart to and air, and a human being would correspond to fire to energy. But the Kabbalah is telling views of this. And in some places, a golden order, and an animal is like wind, and the human being is like fire. In other places, and this is what considers the world, it's not that way. Fire like an animal, and wind, air like a person. A human being, his essence is an ruach, but an animal with essence, it's fire. And Hasidus illustrated using the the soul of a person is compared to a calendar. Yeah? What do we know about a candle? A candle on the fire. And the fire is burning. It's eating up the candle. It eats up the candle very, very slowly. It eats up the fuel. It's not combusting and blowing it up. It eats up very, very slowly. And as a result, you have lichtigkeit. You have light. You have sustained light. You have sustained warmth, right? If you took a candle and lit it, and in one second, the whole candle blew up. So you had fire. You didn't have fire. He didn't, he didn't slouched. There's a balance, there's a wick that sits in the fuel. The fire is above the fuel and it burns it nice and slow and even and pretty and comfortable and it creates light and it creates warmth and it makes It makes comfortable, it makes pleasant. Like a list. Fire is always going up and down. It's jumping. Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And of course, this is what we call the Thetis, or not say, but say, up and down, up and down, up and down. Now, now, something like this. What happens if you have an environment where you light a fire and there's no air? There's no oxygen. And the fire goes up and doesn't come down. Fire is moving up and down. Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Why? Down. Because there's air. Because there's oxygen. Because there's oxygen. If you light a fire in an environment where there's no air, 
But the fire works for a second and it's gone. And they use two Hebrew words to connote this. And then the fire that's going up and down is called oil illuminated. A fire that's going away is called mystolic. It's not oil illuminated, it goes up and doesn't come down. It's mystolic, it's the parting. And the idea here is that when you have a fire that's burning in an environment where there's no air, it's not the shot that fire is burning for a short period of time. It never burns. You struck a match, it has gone. Yeah, you've used up the sulfur to be technical about it. But for a fire to burn, it needs air. A fire that burns without air is not really self-existent. It's not called a Matthias Abesh. There's no form of fire. There's no reality. There's no place. There's no level where the fire actually exists. So you use two Hebrew words to describe what's on the same phenomenon. When a fire is burning in an environment of air, you say it goes up and it goes down. When the fire burns in an environment where there's no air, you don't use the word it goes up and it goes down. You're saying mystalic. Even when it's burning, it's not burning. It's not here. It doesn't exist. So what gives you a balance... What gives equilibrium, what gives middleness to be in the middle, the fire there. Fire by itself is running away. The air makes the fire the being balanced. the shove, it should never go up because fire has to go back to its source to renew itself. But it's coming down. And when it's up, it hasn't departed. When it's descending, it's all forever trying to up. But there's a balance in fire because of object, because of air. So it's Hasidus. Shukleist on Kabbalan. The Kabbalafadiza. That Avid, the Ruach, is higher than Ish. Wind is higher than fire. Although physically, fire is far less material than air. Everybody understands that a gas is a much more Gashmi than Kamechias. Than electrons, than electricity, than, than something which is pure energy. But spiritually, what Hasidus would say, in terms of the Kabbalan, the purpose which Hashem created the world. Avid is higher than Ish. Fear is much more important than fire. Why? Because all fire is doing is running away. I'm getting out of it. It's a very nice thing to run away. Why? Because when you run away, where are you running to? And that was this up. You're running to the That's a good idea to run to the Avish With one problem. The Avish that told you, do not talk to me. I did not create a world for chaos, for aftatus, for polarization, for extremes. I created a world what's called in the fancy world of Simpson Kabbalah. Tikkun. The world should be settled. The Abish should be in the world, but it should be in the world, but it should burn up the world. And this is represented by Ruas, my audience. Say the obvious thing. Ruach the blessed and ish. Fire is a far more spiritual substance than winds. What's the proof? Fire rising and wings stay on the same plane. That's what the Ramam describes it. So they say that the kingdom of minerals is like offer, like earth. It's heavy. Crimes are like mine, like water. Five animals are like Iruach, like wind. Five. And other Mahavil man is like Aish. That's what it is in some sort. But in other sort, it's not like that. The is like Ophod. The mineral is like earth. 
say me is like my plants are like water. What sky and animals like a fire. And Madaba and Amen are other. But that's the rule of savage. Why? Because physically, the characteristic difference, one of the basic characteristic difference between man and animals is that animals are creatures of extreme. Animal lives are simple. Simple, I mean to say they don't have balance. Have all that I eat, all that I have. I love you or I hate you. If it's love, it's for me. And raw, pure, infinite love. And if it's a sin, if it's the opposite of love, it's just as raw and infinite and, and uncompromising. The idea that there's there's Ava with Yida, you know, you love, but you also there's balance in love and balance in hate and in fear. Animals have no such concept. Animals are polar beings. They're extreme. Animals like fire, they just run away from the world. When an animal is kind, when an animal is vicious, there's no in between. This is why animals are physically stronger than people. Physically, animals are measured by their weight. Right? How do you dip with an animal? By its size. If you compare an animal that weighs an ounce to an animal that weighs 500 pounds, yeah, which animal is more intelligent? You can't judge their brain size. Of course, an animal with 500 pounds is a much bigger brain. You judge their ratio. What percentage of the animal is brain? Right? That's how, that's how it's figured. Um, not. If you measure animals, so they're the same size as people, and weigh the same amount of people, and they're 8, 10, 15 times as strong. An adult male man, let's say, weighs 175, 180 pounds. On the half of an animal weighs that much, can lift up 10 men could lift. The couple on a goosebird. The physical strength of animal is is, is is disproportionately greater than that of people. And Kassida says the reason it is because since they're psychologically simplistic creatures, physically simplistic creatures, animals are simple creations. They're not complicated. Simple means everything is extreme. Everything is to an extreme. When things are to extreme, there is no necessity for harmonious. Why do you need weakness? You need weakness to stop. You need weakness to think. You need to weakness to think a second time. Animals don't stop. Animals don't see they react. They stop. Everything is kitsuni, is extreme. And when you're a beast, when you're a creation of extremes, there's nothing halicious. Hasidah said weakness is the prerequisite to balance. To tolerate opposites. Animals have no balance, they have no tolerance of opposites. Everything about them is extreme, including their physical prowess. Yeah. Animals are substantially out for balance and stronger than human beings. Uh, the, the strongest animals of all ants are the mola. Ant carry 10 times its weight, 20 times. It's remarkable. With this mace of web, an ant should almost show no weight on the scale, and it can carry a leaf that weighs. 20, 30, 40, maybe 100 times its own weight. It's half of a fellow. It's like a human being who weighs 200 pounds carrying 10,000 pounds. It's not even a gooseberg. If there are animals, they wish to create it and have that possibility to clash this. And animals are polar, they're extreme. Incidentally, and there's a battle with the dental, the same is true of Malachim. 
بعدي والله انا كنت خايس افضل اكون خايس What does Ruach do? It affects that the fire should rise and fall in a way that it should actually burn. It doesn't combust. It doesn't blow up like a bomb. It doesn't just destroy itself. The moment you light it, it, it like gasoline, you know, you light gasoline. You know, how does the car work? car looks in gasolines. And that's what they call the combustion chamber power. The whole chokhmah of a car is that it drips a little bit of gas into the combustion chamber. Or whatever gasoline goes into that little chamber, it doesn't burn. It holds up. And it creates energy. There's no balance. It's not like it doesn't work with a candle. It's concentrating heat. It's, it's not, it's not, tickled. it's tiny. It's not a liat. It's all this. And a human being is a ruach, has balance, tickled. According to Hasidus, this is greater than Aish. Fire is running to Hashem. And it's running to Hashem with phenomenal urgency. And only one problem with the urgency with which fire runs to the Abishter. And that is, the Abishter doesn't like it. <laughs> the Abishter wants we should be in this world. And to be in this world, you have to sustain the fire. Not let a fire blow up. Fire, let it burn the own body of the world. And this comes from Ruach. And the Rebbe uses another very important word. Life. When tennis to live you, oh no, you can't live without air. What does it mean to live? Live means to have sustained experience. It's not like... If I'm running to Eberstich, in one second, I'm running to Eberstich. If I'm running away from the Eberstich, it's not like in one second, I'm running away from the Eberstich. When I'm running to the Abishtin, I have a connection to the world. And when I have a connection to the world, I still have a connection to the Abishtin. This is called being alive. And being alive is the product of the Ruach, Tanavish, and Vavi. That's why, in fact, in the Kabbalah Sadiza, this was brought Chasidis, Adam, Aladabit, Tikkun is Ruach, Tanavish. Wind is lower than fire. When it's higher than Vaikar. If you think of the world in terms of one direction, coming close to the Eivishter, fire is running to the Eivishter, wind can't make up its mind. But do you think it turns to the Eivishter to turn us? Fire doesn't have any balance at all. It's extreme. Wind has balance. And the wind, the, the balance that exists in wind, comes directly, not what it up. The Eivishter gives a cognac, then a fire should burn and not destroy and, then a fire should burn and not destroy. I'm reminded of a vote, which is also not young game in the old Tatsmir, which much later in the year. Where the middle ever asked, the middle ever said once, Why are people afraid of Hasidus? This is the middle ever gives up. Why are people afraid of Hasidus? We all know that Tate is like water. When Sylvasa Wayfair, water, this thirsty for water, are you called something? You call them my. Everybody's thirsty, runs to water, lady. So the middle I never said because Hasidus is not water, it's fire. 
one fun fired and plays Burnley. And when you see five, you're on the win. And then he said, when you're in the knockaway, the chase after the person, you have to grab him by the collar, and you have to tell him you're right. Chassidus is fire. What a tavaya It's the fire of the Eibishter. Was brent. Oh, but star brent mist. Say the vein in my heart. As if it is then. In an has bread, it alarms you, it doesn't destroy you. The tendency is you see fire, run away, you want to be, be it destroyed. But has bread, but it's bread fish. I think he says in Hebrew, say this, it burns and it doesn't, it doesn't consume it, it doesn't destroy. I lost it from the Nebuchadnezzar for Satan, the day of the about the Tanya. The Nebuchadnezzar said, it's a nest. But the house that I wrote, the Tanya one he had written it. If he had written it 20 years before, the Tanya would have burned the world. Was brent milk on Dorothy's leash to come on it. That's not the intent. Chassidus, at the word by the Maggid, by the Balshepta, was fire. Chassidus, by the Alberebbe, was winning. It's the same fire. And ultimately, it's a deeper fire. But it's not extreme. It's a polar's brent leash. It doesn't destroy the world. It doesn't give you a choice. Either you're a mala or you're a good thing. A fact is about killing your benot of your mensch. And your whole material is cool and emanish. Your whole material is fire. And from this perspective, the ruach is avi medesh. So in the end, we're dealing with fire. Well, the ruach, the avi, the wind, and the air brings a balance into the fire. It brings a balance into the ish. So think about this. A person wants to live. But the way we're defining life, the way we're translating the word life, life doesn't mean to be as opposed to not be. Life means to live. Live means to feel, to experience. You're connected to Eivishter. It doesn't destroy you. You're connected to Eivishter. It's not hit, run. Here and gone in an instant. It's plenteous. You internalize it. You continue to be you, and you feel the understand. This is called being alive, and alive requires others. Here, it's different. Let's read it again. Inside the mandatory. The mansions love mistoli and abit and abit. The person's life depends upon the air of where it fits in which he lives. Now, could a person live without air? For the purposes of philosophy, we'll say yeah, you can live without air, but you know how long it lasts. Second, it will exist and you burn up. Finish your love. Even though you're lasting for a second, that's not what life is. Life is not living for a second. Life is not even living for a million seconds. Life is a continuum. It's ongoing. It's experiencing. It's a process. It's internalizing. It's premious. And to live, you need obvious, you need air. You could make the case that obvious slows you down. It's not hyper, it's not polar, it's not extreme. But this is real. You are becoming the fire. Not the fire is destroying you. But for you to become the fire, it takes time. And that time required David here. So the tweet it again, the mentions what? For you and me to live, and not get to live. Is totally in the marble void of the fence, in the under the air in which the person finds himself. 
Navi without here. Can men need to live and one cannot live? Then whatever kind of air we live in. That's kind of like what we see. Extreme. We're being burnt up. Destroyed. Or the opposite of being burnt up. It is no life at all. With air you can live. Live means there's a process to life, right? How can you push that physician to do it? Well, push that very simple physical example of this. I've been a thing to the moon. And I've never met anybody who's been to the moon either, but there's a fact that we know about the moon. And at night, it's 140 degrees below zero. During the day, it's 140 degrees up full of zero. How much time does it take the moon to shift 280 degrees? Minutes, seconds, no time at all. The sun goes down and it becomes a freezer. That's it. Third day, it's a cooker. Which of the human being couldn't survive? No organism could live in it. Then I just thought frost about me with it. How could that happen so quickly? The answer is that that's, that's, that's the way it is naturally. The nest is not the moon. The nest is the earth. That during the day it's not too hot, but the night not too cold. Tarmos, the cooked in the atmosphere. Hot air. What does the air do? It slows down the sun. It slows down the sun. It's on the one hand. On the other hand, it allows the sun to warm it up. The air is warmed by the sun. So when the sun is shining, the air doesn't let the sun burn up the earth. And when the sun goes down, the air holds on to that heat so it doesn't make the earth more creation. That's called Abed. It creates a balance that allows for life to be to, to function, to be. It's polar. Either you're burnt up or you're cold. No life at all. Still. How motion. So you need air. But there's different types of air. There's different types of air. And the type of air we live in. That's the kind of a life it is. Jan men lapped in a tato mitzvahs ave. When you live in an air that's tato mitzvahs, is the lab in a gezulte, the life is wholesome. When men lapped in kvira, and when men lapped in kvira ave, when we live in an environment of kvira, the literal translation of the word kvira is kal, it means cold. Kakfeir, right? Mash the kakhe kvitim. Kvitim actually doesn't mean kal, but it, because kvitim is not kvira, it's kvitim. Kvita means like pieces of bread. Hamakatos. Erase that. Take it away from the inscript. Um, um, Kvayr means calms. Kvita means cold. But it means kvita, of course. It's a sick life. Now, if a person lives in a cold air, if a person lives in a sick air, they're alive. They're not the opposite of alive. It's not like living on the moon when you the priest of room, not. But it's a sick life. It's a sick life. can say that a person that's constantly in fear, to become sick. with contagious diseases. there's three possibilities. If no air at all, what air there's no life. And like a malach, why didn't I feel it? Either I'm one with the Amish or I'm the world's biggest group. You'll never reinvent the term. There's one in between. 
Then there's healthier. Healthier you could live and live like onions. But then there's sicker, and sicker you could live. Sick air in the place is not safe because you're constantly vulnerable to the possibility, God forbid, of becoming sicker, becoming very, very ill. What does this mean? What does that mean? Think of it. If the atmosphere is too dense, if the atmosphere is too thick, it doesn't allow enough of the sunlight in, and so it's too cold. If the atmosphere is too thin, it lads in too much of the sun's rays. So it's too hot. It has to be a perfect balance. It shouldn't be too hot. It shouldn't be too cold. If it's too much, it's going to be too cold. If it's too little, it's going to be too hot. Right? Like on Mars. Mars has an atmosphere as opposed to the moon's opposite. But it's a very, very thin atmosphere. So Mars looks like it's very hot and very cold. But not like the moon. It doesn't take two seconds to go from 140 above to 140 below. Take 15 minutes. Thin. Mars has an atmosphere, but it's a very thin atmosphere. So it takes a little while for the sun's heat to change from a frost to an oven, and vice versa. You have the perfect amount of air. So much that it should be warm, and not too much that it should be cold. So much that it should be hot enough to be alive, not too much or too little, which would either be so much heat that it would destroy, or too little heat or affect how the shomayim from frost. So the rabbit found gesund avid and kering avid, healthier and sicker. And of course, in healthy and sick, there are degrees. In no there are no degrees. But in yes, there are all kinds of reasons for sickness. And physically, too much air would affect it would be too cold, too little air would affect it would be too hot, or maybe I'm wrong, but I, about the chemistry, but the chlishkin. I'm not a chemist, it's not my job. But a premium sign out, this is the good act, this is the idea. It needs to be not the right amount of air. It needs to be a healthier, warm, but not destroying. A cool, but not freezing. And the neighbors of every Indian in Gashmias has a power of ruchness. When you come to a place that changes an average, what's the average? What's the air? The air. The Yidin that came before you, the generations earlier that came to a place, and they had to set the thermostat, not of the heat and the cold, but of the air that would temper the heat and the cold, the Ruach. A Yid brings to this world, not Eish. The Eibish to the Eish. Yid brings to this world, and the Eibish to the Eish, the Ruach, balance. To fill and to let it take this to do this mitzvah next week. Here, much you